Hello, happy hourers. Yep, this is episode number 13, lucky number 13 um, for us, and we are so happy to bring this to you. This is actually a pre-recorded episode um, where we're going to talk a little bit more in depth about our Disneyland trip. Specifically, we're going to talk about um, Scott's feedback from all of like the content we were spewing at him a few weeks ago and what he actually liked and what her, his his ears and cheers as as he named it obviously um nerdily and <laughs> then we're going to be talking about the uh walt disney studios animation tour and then lastly we're going to talk about the run disney event um that most of our podcast members did so um, we are going to do a typical topping it off. Matt's going to do it this week where we pick a drink. And I think we're picking one from Disneyland this time, aren't we? We are. Um, so we're going to feature the following drink on our topping it off. Well, go ahead, Matt. Well, um, I'm actually uh, I'm featuring a drink that isn't like unique to Disney or, or to Disney World or Disneyland. But I had a really good experience, and um, we went to the Cove Bar in California Adventure, which, as we've previously talked about, is one of our favorite spots. And we had an awesome waiter. His name was Angelo. Shout out to Angelo. And um, I do like uh, the Moscow Mules. That's a pretty um, in vogue drink at this point in time. But I'm not a huge fan of vodka. And I had mentioned that um, to our waiter, Angelo, and he said, oh, have you ever had an Irish Mule? And I said, no, what is that? And he said, it's basically a Moscow mule, but instead of vodka, um, you use Jameson, Irish whiskey. And I'm a huge fan of Jameson. So he made me, uh, or he, the, the bartender made me a Irish mule and it was awesome. It's your standard mule. It comes in a copper mug. It's got uh, lime, ginger beer, some fresh mint sprig for garnish. <laughs> but instead of vodka, it had Jameson and it was awesome and it's a really refreshing drink and it was awesome on a hot day so i would recommend and it's not on the menu but i'm pretty sure that um well i'm living proof that you can get it at the cove bar and i'm sure if other bars around disney are hip to this <laughs> i was gonna say are um flexible they can make you an irish meal as well so. And Angelo really fought on his feet because he could have said like, "Oh well, tough. You can't get the have Mickey's it. Fun yeah. Wheel. yeah, get something else instead, you loser." But he really was quick on his feet and said, "Oh, okay. Well, you like Jameson? Yep." He really struggled with that. Yeah. So shout out, Angelo. That was awesome. And now I'm gonna be. That's gonna be like my go-to drink um, for the fall. There you go. Yeah, it was good on that day because it, yeah, it was. was yeah, it was very good. Hot. I got one too, just for. Day. Just, just, just to be cool. Just, just to be, be cool. cool. Yeah. Took yeah. me from two sheets to three sheets. I Good know. for you. Yeah. That was a that was a drunk afternoon, <laughs> but yeah. I, I was pretty composed, so. A little hard to special. <laughs> you were. Oh. He was. <laughs> no, that, we got baby hollow leg over here. Mm -hmm. Oh, we went there. Well, yeah. So that's mine. So there you go. All right. So um, the first thing, Scott. So you went to Disneyland. So I was in Disneyland. Yeah. How what? about it? It was, uh, first of all, I, I did have a fantastic time. Thanks, I think, in large part to the other members of this podcast oh, presenting well. me with a great first time in Disneyland, giving me the chance to see everything that's out there and, and really get a chance to get a good first impression of Disneyland. So I did kind of, as I was going along and then reflecting back about a week later, I was kind of thinking back over the things that I liked about Disneyland, the things that I didn't like as much about Disneyland, and tried to get an overall impression of, of what I thought coming out of it as a person who is primarily primarily Disney World-centered. Yeah, and how many times would you say at this point in your life you've been to Walt Disney World? In, in recent history, I'd say it's five or six, probably. But lifetime... Seven. Lifetime seven, because I, I went as a kid right. once. Okay. But that I, I hardly even count that anymore, because... Not only has Disney World changed so much, my impression of it was different back then. So when I'm when I'm thinking about present day comparisons to Disneyland, I think about the times I've so been. So five recently. or six times in pretty recent memory. Yeah, really about two or three years. Okay. So, you know, starting off with some things that I, I really like the ears, if okay. you will, of my list. 
Um, California Adventure Park, I think for me, immediately enters the top tier of Disney parks just because of the variety of the quality, you know, just everything about that park, I think, is consistent with where I put things like Epcot. I mean, and Epcot is is probably my favorite park, but I think California Adventure is in top competition for favorite parks. And, you know, as you guys had kind of let in, Cars Land is spectacular. And whether or not you've seen or like Cars, there's value in going to there. Um, another thing, and I just you, want to say, you want to I jump want to in on anything, yeah, yeah, I just want to add that California Adventure, I think, is a real success story because I think when California Adventure first opened, it suffered from the same um, shortcomings that Disney Hollywood Studios is going through now, in which there just wasn't enough. It was kind of lacking um, character, and they really just took note of all the things that um, fans and parkours were saying, and they really turned that park into something that I also agree with Scott is really, really special. So I totally agree with I you. I think it could be a good blueprint for Hollywood Studios. I mean, if they're really interested in making that a full-day park, look no further than California Adventure, because they share a lot of the same rides, the same feeling. I mean, now everything about California Adventure reminds me of Hollywood Studios just better mm. so yeah yeah no that's my first that's my the first only area view. i would disagree would be paradise Pier, paradise Pier is like wholly unique I, I feel like that's very yeah. californian i yeah. don't know that they could do that in hollywood studios I but agree. like the the hollywood land like when you walk in and you go past the animation academy and like carthay circle i think that would all be very doable as it stands now yeah i agree that. with Catherine. i think paradise pier doesn't fit well i don't hollywood know Studios. i don't know that you necessarily want to have a carbon copy sure in Disney World, but using those same principles yeah. could work. Yeah, I agree. And now, I, I was blown. I'm just sorry. That, that was my impression as well last year. Seeing California Adventure for the first time was like, this park is really, really good. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. It really has it. I think it has it all. Yeah. I mean, you have the Disney nostalgia for people who like, you know, the Disney characters and they like to see Walt, they like to see Mickey. Yep, you've got that. You've also got more adult themes with the Cove Bar, mm -hmm. and you have a different themed area than anywhere else in any Disney park with Paradise Pier. And Cars Land, oh my god, Cars Land is just... Yeah, yeah Disney World has no Cars Land. It no. has nothing like that. No. Now, if, if you want to get into... I, I think probably it's fair to kind of go back and forth here and do what I would consider a jeer. Um, and this is this may may cause a little bit of debate on this oh podcast, boy. but right. I was super annoyed by the legacy fast pass system as a, as a magic band, new fast pass user. Hmm. I, I found it, <laughs> I found it highly irritating to have to run to did a you, ride. Did you find it highly irritating to get on Soren the day we were there the first day at 5 PM? But I would see, I would have, I would have planned it though. 60 days out. I'd have been on there with my Soren fast pass. I tend to agree with this, Scott. Like, it was frustrating um, the Monday and Tuesday we were there. Like, and maybe I don't know the all the mechanisms of it. And that's but that's not I, yeah. I mean, that's I, to say, I, I I was frustrated by it. So the lack of communication, like with park hours and park times and whether what oh, rides app, are yeah the being app a disaster. Yeah, but that's different that's from. Different. Um, I I'm going to play devil's advocate here and, and say that I I disagree with you. Um, and I think Catherine probably feels the same way as someone who cut their teeth on what we now refer to as legacy fast passes. I feel that um, that system really caters to people who understand you know how it works, doing. know what they're doing, and can really Game fully. Yeah, I guess game the system. And I don't mean that in a, a negative context. I mean that you can really, you know, do everything you want. And I don't feel like I'm ever running here to catch this. Like, I, I like the feeling of, okay, I know that I can get this fast pass here. And this is the fast pass that I should prioritize when I first get there. And then I will be able to get another fast pass at this time. I will go here. So it's it's instead of planning in advance, you're planning the day of but I think that it allows you to do much more. I do, I, it's less restrictive. I, agree. I found it stressful. Really? Well, but it was your first time. I, I think that, that, that may be the case. I mean, I'm, this is this is my my first reaction 
I found it stressful to have to be like, oh my god, I gotta get here, I gotta get there, gotta get those fast passes. And I in my guarantee pocket. that people um, who are more accustomed, more accustomed to legacy fast passes on the West Coast are probably feeling the same way if they plan a Walt Disney World trip. Oh, I bet you sure. they're like, I feel stressed out that I have to plan all this, you know, in advance on the app, and I have to, you know, I can't <laughs> just do it the day of. So I think that that's just a matter of. It's a matter of preference. Uh, I, also think, I think you're, you're just right. not used to it. And that's entirely possible. But that was that was one as a, just as coming at it strictly as a Walt Disney World, um, I don't know, aficionado. Yeah, <laughs> I can say that Disneyland um, was a little challenging for me that way. Okay. the The next thing that I would give ears to was attraction wait times were fantastic. I mean it, that putting aside the fast pass stuff. It, a lot of times it didn't even really seem necessary. I mean, you just jump on. We walked, we walked on to Radiator Springs Racers three times in succession, I think, the one day. Or at, least, at least two times. Now, I think we single-rode it, but it was less than five minutes. It was the time to walk through the queue. And, yeah. you know... And even, it, should be, it should be noted that those were single-ride. Um, but the one day I did... I did Toy Story Midway Mania at peak hour, and it was a 35-minute wait. I mean, yes. it was the middle of the afternoon. That would be 85, 90 minutes at, oh, at Disney World. So yeah, absolutely. I was, very, I was very pleased at the wait times. I mean, I think that makes it better just in and of itself. I think that we were also there at sort of an off-peak time, though. So it, if... I'd like to know what your feelings are if we go back during a more... I don't, that's true, too. I don't know, though. The first day, we were just there, me, Matt, and Scott, and it was dead. I mean, we were in yeah. California Adventure. We walked on everything. There were not even people walking near us in the park. <laughs> and then I felt like the day Holly and Rob got there, like it was a little bit more crowded because there was a race. And Disneyland doesn't have as many races as they do in Florida, so I think yeah. they're a bigger deal when they have them. And... And I think there were a lot of people in that resort uh, when you got it into felt crowded. weekend. It, yeah. it, it felt crowded. I felt like we didn't get a whole lot of ride time. No. Yeah. And this was Friday that I was referring to, which you know we'll, yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later. But I was kind of bombing around the parks by myself. Yeah. And, and that was when I had that time. But that was, that was the next thing. Um, one of the things that I would kind of jeer uh, as far as Disneyland goes, I, I was really... I wouldn't say I was put off by, but I was jarred by the lack of the bubble. Just oh. being in oh, sure. being in Disneyland is such a different feeling than being in Disney World. And I think one of the things that I've learned now that I cherish about Walt Disney World is just being completely cut off from the rest of the world mm -hmm. on your vacation. <laughs> that is nice. Whereas you walk out of Disneyland and right there is... What was it? Captain... Captain Kids. Captain Kids. <laughs> buffet. Captain Kids. <laughs> you know. <laughs> or that whirly bird thing. You know, and I am there. Is, there is some sort of bubble, but not as like a big bubble. No. Right. It's Disney. Yeah. And especially where we stayed right outside the gate on Harbor Boulevard. At, we'll give it a shout out. The park you in. Which we is really great. We really liked Ooh. it. Yeah. yeah uh, good breakfast. Good location. You Stay can't You can't beat those two things. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> you know what's the biggest thing for... Because... Holly despises this, but I always love to put the Walt Disney World channels on, whether it's the Stacy <laughs> with the must do or like just the, the new channel that they have with the park information and the music. I didn't have that. Like it was just, I didn't was, enjoy that. I don't. And maybe it's a little bit. I, I know I'm weird with that. I, know. I had a good time. Yeah, I was loving life. Because yeah, we I did love the Grand Moms. California. I could see staying at like the Grand Californian and really just being in. I mean, it's a smaller bubble, but I could still see how you would be in a bubble yeah. mm -hmm. in that situation. And maybe that would change my opinion would. on that. You know, it's a minor thing because once you're there, you're there and you're having fun. You're you don't really think that much about it, but that that was noticeable to me. And you're the ideal um, Disney guest then, because Disney wants you to, to be in that bubble. bubble. Sure, they want you. They to want not... all my money. Yeah. Whereas in Disneyland, <laughs> if you're hungry and you don't want to eat in the park, you could walk to out. Denny's. Of, you could walk to you know any number of restaurants around Harbor and Catella Boulevard. Whereas 
Disney realized this shortcoming <laughs> from a business perspective and said, no, I'll, I'm going to do It's going to be all encompassing. They're going to be here and they're going to eat here. They're going to play here. They're going to sleep here. And, um, you know, it's the blessing of size. Yeah. It's Walt Disney World has and you prefer it. And that's exactly what they want. Yeah. I, I'm quintessentially their, their well, I prime think, customer. For I that. mean, that's something I absolutely recognize the truths of what you're saying. Um, but for me, I like the variety of having it both ways. Like, like I'll go, we're going to Disneyland or Disney world in October and I need Disney world. It's been a long time since <laughs> I've had like a very long trip down there. So I'm sure. excited to be down there for quite a while and really relax and do everything I want to do. After that week, if you said like, where do you want to go? Do you want to go back to Disney world? I'd say, you take me to Disneyland. <laughs> like I like having that variety in the same country that you can go from one extreme yeah. to the mm -hmm. other. And, and I, I mean, it's no secret. I absolutely love Disneyland. I love Disneyland. I love nearly everything <clears throat> about it. Um, and I'm I, with you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I mean, I don't need to be in the bubble, but I, I like being in the bubble when I'm in Disney world. It's <laughs> just, I, well, for my, for my next two things here, I just want to talk about two of the nighttime shows that we saw in full. And I think they're, they're polar opposites of my ears and jeers. Awesome. Um, I would totally agree that the Paint the Night Parade is the best parade I have ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't really care about parades Same. most of the time. Same. I, Same. Could, I, hate I could parades. care less. <laughs> yeah. But something about that just gets you into it. The music's great. The floats are incredible. Yes. The dancers, I mean... I it's don't... <laughs> perfect. I, I think that parade is perfect. It's the best parade that Disney's yeah. ever done. I, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. And, and hopefully it will make its way to um, We can World. only hope because I think I would... I would carve out time to go and see that in Disney World, which is saying something because a yeah. lot of times in the evenings, those are very valuable times for yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it is absolutely everything that you guys were, were telling me it would be. And I have a feeling I know what your gear oh, is. Oh, do you? <laughs> my, my gear would be World of Color. And it... Now, this me, is the new World of this Color. This is the Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris World of Color. Which Diamond is saying something, because I like Neil Patrick Harris. I enjoy him as a comedian, actor, whatever. But that is just a disheveled mix-up of themes and movies and yeah. attractions. I, uh, it's... What are they even doing? I agree. I've I been really critical. I'm not, I don't even know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've definitely... Um, in private conversation have been really critical of especially the 60th anniversary version of World of Color because as you said it's a nighttime spectacular that has an intense identity crisis <laughs> and Catherine you you have some really good um, insight on this like well it I mean they're showing clips of uh... Uh, the Tiki Room, well, uh, Pirates Walt of the Disney, Caribbean. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Disneyland. That's that's Disneyland. That's across the way. You you can own some things over here in California Adventure. You can own cars. I'll let you have cars. I'll let you have a bugs. And bugs they have life. some. The Star Wars segment in World of mm -hmm. Color is really great, really tasteful, and very exciting. But again, how does that relate? It's just like here. Look at all these things that we've done in the past sixty years. But if you go over to Disneyland and do Disneyland Forever, I mean. It's the exact same thing, but it's better because it all happened at Disneyland. I mean, yeah. you're showing me the orange grows, and you know that that strikes a chord with me. I do not get that same sentimental feeling because every time they're showing the haunted, I mean, they show they have a haunted mansion segment, I believe, and it's just yeah. like why why are we watching why this, this about like the Tiki Room and even Star Wars? And Star there really Wars doesn't the seem to part. be any order to it. No. It's not like no. a chronological journey through the sixty years of Disney properties. It's it's just one thing to the next, and you're starting to think, wait a second, am I missing some important narration here? <laughs> yeah. Or and, no. and for those who haven't done it, it they do. Um, the water, um, the water projections. Um, they use the water features and they um, use projection technology. It's to... like fantastic, which yeah. is very cool. That it's, part of it is neat. Yeah, it's, it's okay. That's true. I and like it, but I'm a huge also, Fantasmic fan too. Yeah. So I, I think it's more tastefully done in Fantasmic, but that's, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. And they also, um, they also have video screens on the facade of 
California the Scream. California Screamin' ride as well, which does add some... Yeah, but you know what? I never realized that, like, the first time we saw World of Color celebrate, is that what it's called? It's Celebrate the Magic, or whatever it is. The know. Neil Patrick Harris World Version. of Color. They, like, I couldn't... I had a perfect view of the loop in California Screamin'. I could see the whole thing. Where we were sitting this last time, it was very shadowy. You couldn't see it directly. And that's where a lot of the, like, Neil Patrick Harris talking to Mickey, Neil Patrick Harris, or Walt's face, or Walt's narration. Yeah. And I missed a lot of it this time. I actually disliked it more watching it second, <laughs> the second time. Yeah, I mean, it's just not... I, I, I agree with you, Scott, that it's, yeah. it's just not up to the standard that I'm used to with a lot of Disney's nighttime spectaculars. And I... The original World of Color, um, as it existed at California Adventure, isn't really fresh in my mind because the last couple times I've been there, it, it's been this um, prolonged 60th anniversary. Well, I think anniversary. It, it's more of like an ode to animation, which I think makes sense. Hey, Disney is an animated movie company. I, you can throw all the animated movies in there and it will be fine. But I think having so much of the like, well, this attraction and this attraction and this property that it doesn't connect to Disney California Adventure. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I think Fantasmic works in Hollywood Studios because Hollywood Studios was an animation studio. Like, like there's that animation tie to it, and Wishes is fantastical, and you're in the Magic Kingdom, and Illuminations is about the country. There's some sort of tie about the nighttime spectacular in the park you're watching it in. I just... That's a disconnect with me at Primary yeah. Adventure. Well, I've got two more, two more ears and two more jeers, and then lay them on us. Um, my, the two, the first two ears that I will give will go to. Why don't you Why don't you do the jeers first? We can end we'll on do. a high note. Okay, we can do that. Um, the first jeer I would give, and I don't quite know how to put this. Our our priority this time was was the Club Thirty Three visit. Absolutely. Um, no, no. This, <laughs> this is, that's, better not be a jeer. That's not a, no, this has nothing to do with Club 33. The dining there was difficult to get into. There wasn't like walk-up, re no reservation dining that, that I could detect. Whereas I think a lot of times you could pull up on the Disney World app during the course of the day and get reservations at a restaurant and be in for dinner. I everyone is looking, everyone else is looking at you, and I know I'm reading Rob and Catherine's mind, and well, they're looking at you I, like, I, I disagree. I have to say, the first, the, the one that we kept trying to get into was the plaza. And I think, and this must just be something as a blind spot of my Disney knowledge, that that must be crazy to get into. That... To get that fried chicken must be friggin' insane unless you have a reservation. Yeah. Because we were there on one night and it, it was, was a huge line. I can't even imagine waiting in line even to put my name in if I saw that many people waiting ahead of wow. me. And there's always and a long line for the Cove Bar as well. Yeah. And that is just one of those things that you don't have call ahead reservations for the Cove Bar. It's it's why they do that. And But a lot of the places that we didn't visit, um, your Steakhouse 55, where we have gotten in that night or put in our name um, also. Like a, a, within 24 hours, and you'll get it. And, and I don't know if that's just we didn't want to do too much sit down. That could have been the reason why. Because we've had good experience with, like, we ate at Cafe Orleans when we were there the last time, and that was so good. Um, but, I mean, if it's like Epcot, too, and this isn't just during food and wine. Like, if you wanted to eat at um, La Cellier, well, sure. you can't La just Cellier, call, yeah, like... no, La Cellier you can't. But, but there's like, a lot of places Nine like Dragons, that. you could get reservations the day of. Well, the thing is, there's more available. I mean, that's, Walt that's, Disney I World think that's my point. My point is that there is more availability in Disney World than there was in Disneyland per person. But think about if all of your sit-down dining option, let's compare like Disney California Adventure to Epcot. So let's say half of Epcot, because Epcot has a country. So sure. let's say half of Epcot and Magic Kingdom to Magic Kingdom. Your your options are limited. Oh, yeah. If they you're thinking of limited, it yeah. just in those yeah. two parks. I mean, we feel like we have the world <laughs> literally at our fingertips <laughs> because we... Um, we know we know what we're doing there. We know like, oh, well, we're just going to be at Epcot. So we could have sci-fi lunch and just walk over there. And like at Disneyland, it's just a little bit different. I, I don't think they put as much emphasis on their dining reservations either. 
No. No, like it's it's more way Agreed. more casual. Like, oh, well, we'll get in here. If we can't get in there, we'll get I, in there. And I think that the quick service options at Disneyland are a little bit better. Oh, I mean, corn, between the corn dog Jolly, is still speaking <laughs> yeah, right, the I should have gotten a corn yeah, dog. I didn't have a corn that, dog. That should be a jeer for yeah, you. Yeah, you know, I I, I messed good. up there. Mm -hmm. I should have gotten a corn yeah. dog. Yeah, I I just want to say I think that I don't think that the Disneyland dining reservations are any less or more restrictive than they are in. Are Florida. they on the app? It's it's, it's similar. a different it, app. It's no, a diff I know it's a Disneyland it's exactly, app. Exactly, but it's exactly the same as Walt Disney World. Can you make reservations on the Walt Disney? Now you can. Now oh, you can on the land app. Yeah. I don't. Yes, you on the you app. Can you can now. They, okay. they well, added these that are, functionality. These are recent then, but it's very similar to the Disney World, yeah. where like you would just go online. And that that and might have it. just been a misperception, but that's yeah. Fine. And again, you, this is just your first trip, so you're just <laughs> kind of doing these as you, you as know. I perceived it. It was a bit of a disjointed trip as well because we didn't know a lot of details. As, like That's our true. We plan, our, Holly and I's plans got all rearranged. Oh, you know, yeah. we, we were gone <clears throat> the majority of Friday. We knew Sunday what was happening. Saturday, we weren't exactly sure we, we were running the races the next day. So it got all, I don't think we, there was an emphasis on dining that maybe next time if we go yeah. and we know, like we'll kind of have more of a tight days, schedule. Yeah. That you could kind of plan ahead and kind of like about. made it work the best we could possibly right. work. Yeah. yeah, it worked very well. Yeah. Right, considering. Yeah. Well, my my last one is very minor, and okay. I desperately missed my Magic Band for payment oh and for oh God. And <laughs> entering the park. I was so annoyed by having to pull out a paper card to get into the park oh, man. and to pay you to pull my credit card. I had you oh, for that peasants. Give me my Magic Band every day of the week. I will say the Magic Band is way more convenient. Like for something like Food and Wine, could you imagine like not using your like? I, I can like because it. I did Disneyland Food and Wine or it, California Adventure Food and Wine. Well, I mean, come Disney on, you World can't tell me that that's not more parts. convenient. It is more convenient. It is. It's entirely more convenient. All right, so that's my point. I missed it. Yeah. I missed yeah, my Magic it. Band. That's fair. I, I agree with you, Scott. I'm gonna Thank side you, with Rob. you on Thank this. You. I I do like that convenience, and you're right because I had to hold Holly's ticket, and then you got the stupid paper fast passes that you got to hold on to, and I'm like, because I always wear mesh Whoa. shorts, I'm afraid stuff's Whoa. gonna fall. No, no, no. You, you, you go. You keep going. Yeah. Huh? You guys you are so pampered. <laughs> yeah, I I like. I the, could have held on to my own. Yeah. Millennials, am I right? Mm. Disneyland, if you're listening, no. convert to the Magic Band no, or, an, no. or an app. Don't. Right? I mean, <laughs> think they can scan it with your yeah, phone. Yeah, right. The no, phone being. You, do not. You, oh, maybe you can't. I do not want I the can. Magic Bands uh -huh. in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> annual pass holder. Yeah, you can, you can scan an annual pass on. This is Matt saying that I do not stand for <laughs> Magic Bands at Disneyland. Do not direct your hate mail towards me. You can direct it to me. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever do that. But <laughs> so we don't have to worry about well, it. Let me but bring Scott... back the old magic. Okay, well, let's let's now. finish on the last two positives. Some ears. Two attractions that I absolutely loved, Here and I'll, I'll let you guess them if you want to guess. Well, one them. is Hyperspace Hyper Mountain. Mountain. That's correct. And the um, other is Radiator either Radiator Radiator Radiator. Indiana Jones. Catherine guessed it. Indiana Jones. Man, I love those two rides. Oh, Hyperspace God, Man, so not in an Indiana Jones. Don't even get Fantastic. Started, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Did you not like it? No, uh, I love no, it. We love oh. it. It just it, broke down. It broke oh, down no. when we were in line. It broke down when they were in line. They were like fifth in line and it broke down for an hour so they didn't even get on it. it but you've been on it before. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy it. it, it Great That ride. compared to dinosaurs. <laughs> I know, isn't it sad oh. that they could have done something like Indiana Jones in Animal Kingdom and instead they it's, opted for dinosaurs? It's so expansive. That's you the word. You go in yeah. that room and when it goes, oh, and it's like, oh, yeah. How's that going? Oh. Yeah, no. That's exactly how it is. It's, it, I mean, it's shocking how, you know, overwhelming that ride is. And Hyperspace Mountain is Space Mountain on... Just the best Star Wars mm -hmm. cracker you can yeah, on blue it's, milk. It's just, you know, out of this world. Uh. <laughs> well, Rob and I are lucky we got to go on it that one time. Because when we went to go on it again, it was completely closed. They wow. were doing the overlay for the Ghost Galaxy. Ugh. And they didn't really publicize that, nope. which I find yeah. very strange. Nope. But 
Oh my gosh, hyperspace! Now. I was so it's so much fun to ride with you guys who hadn't been on it before. I was so excited <laughs> to ride with you all because Rob cackling the whole time. I was grinning ear to ear when I was running riding that ride. Yeah. Uh, you know, I Those certainly don't. Are so great. Yeah, I certainly don't consider myself a Disneyland purist, and I think that uh, there's got to be people out there who want to keep the original. Um, the original rides as they are, and they're not a huge fan of the overlays, but I think that everything that they do, even if you're not a Star Wars fan, I think that it's completely additive to the overall experience. There's not a single thing that they add to the Space Mountain experience that I, I go after riding that and saying, oh, I could have done without that. I think everything is so tastefully done. The soundtrack, the effects, it's great. It's awesome. I wish Disney World would do more holiday overlays. I would agree. I think that Cruise. some of that stuff really keeps it fresh. Kind of a reference back to two episodes ago, you know, the keeping it fresh. Some of those overlays have would really help Disney World keep it interesting, you know, for and repeat visitors. You did not get on Small World? I did not get on oh, Disney, Disney World. Small World. Yeah. Is this your first time on? Yes. Yeah, it was our, yeah. Did, how did you like it compared to the... I think it's much better. Oh, yeah. Too. 100%. It, I didn't realize they had Disney characters. properties yeah. in there. Yeah. And that was a nice I think touch. that makes it more relatable to, like, children. Mm -hmm. We had Disney yeah. movies, like Stitch was in there, and Lilo, yeah. and Lion King, yeah. Little Story, Mermaid, Little Mermaid, yeah. Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I think... I mean... And I love that. Not to mention the facade, the actual clock. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were yeah. disembarking after the ride. And was it, it, like it started with... It was with, like, uh, did, did yeah, it. it was really, Here's really the thing, cool. Though, like, every ride that's in Disney World that's at Disneyland, Disneyland is... It's better. Yeah. yeah. Except for maybe Tower Terror is the only exception to that. Yeah, yeah I, I think the right only though. one. I think the only one that I like better, where there is an equivalent at both parks, is Tower of Terror. I think the Tower, and now it's going to be a non-issue because Tower of Terror is going to only exist at um, Disney's Hollywood Studios. So after that, there's literally going to be every single one is going to be That's better. Having been there, I can't dispute that. Yeah. yeah, just the. What did you think of Pirates? I did. I did enjoy Pirates. I thought that was fun. I didn't find it to be quite as intense of a drop as the Disney World Pirates. Oh, it's more of an intense. The first I didn't like three weeks. Maybe drops. I was prepping. Yeah, no, the I don't first, remember. The first drop is bad, I'd say, compared to the Disney World. Yeah, it's I don't think any of them are. Yeah, well, I'm a wuss, so. I, I, love the, I love the end going up the hill. Yeah. And, like, just yeah. that, that scene of. Like, You're also much closer I, to that Captain shooting. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, Animatronic. I didn't get an opportunity to ride Big Thunder at night. I would love to do that at some point out there because I feel like that's Big Thunder at night in Walt Disney World is my favorite part of that ride. Yeah, I would like to see a comparable ride. At you did Disney also Man. miss Haunted Mansion. Yeah. I know because that was closed for refurbishment for the uh, holiday overlap. I was hoping they would do a soft opening when we were there. Alas. But it didn't happen. Missed it by like so two good. days. Yeah. Yeah. Two. But overall, I know that you were doing ears and jeers, but overall, overall it's safe to I, say very way more ears and jeers. Absolutely. Right? I mean, I, if I'm looking at things that I'm picking at, it's that I'm picking at them rather than giving an overall impression. I, I think I'm trying to balance out good and bad, but overall, it was more good things that I enjoyed. Then, great experience yeah. then, then bad things and Just, i think it's important to be critical but i mean it's what you're that's, saying that's is, my nature is to the, find things to be critical well, no, about, but i mean so. <laughs> but i mean i think that the negative things you're saying are a lot more trivial than the things that you were sure there's about. there was uh, so much stuff there that i enjoyed and i'm not even mentioning the things that we've talked about almost ad nauseum things like the cove bar that i really enjoyed sure which we knew you would i mean absolutely it's like there was given. no way i mean that <laughs> it was just thoroughly enjoyable so you know overall disney Disneyland A plus overall. Yeah, I'm so glad you had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And we will certainly be bad. This will not first, but you will not be the first sure. to pass this way. Nor as, shall you will be the last. Um, so one thing I'm sorry that you did not get to um, take part in, even though it was <laughs> that myself, um, Matt speaking, I keep referring to myself because <laughs> there was that one iTunes review that... Uh, it's uh, Jesse's Disney girl said that I, I can't, I have trouble differentiating. So Matt saying me, Matt, Catherine, Rob, and Holly, we went on a tour of the Disney studios in Burbank, California. Um, and we had a fantastic time. Uh, we saw some really, really cool stuff. Yeah, that's like what? I'm burying the lead. Well, I'm burying the lead. Bit, so 
it was a VIP tour. Right. And you only get this tour if you collect Disney movie rewards. Um, so basically, they have it tiered like... Disney reward points it. you get from collecting DVDs and you, right. you know, send in the Going UPC, the you put the codes you online. Pur you can't purchase this or like... Mm -hmm. I, I think the only... You could get through that. You could... Um, Adventures by Disney and possibly D23 yeah. at this point. So it's... It, it's exclusive in that yeah. sense. So you enter your codes online on the Disney Reward website, you accumulate enough points, and you can exchange them for goods and services and things like <laughs> this. And this is one of the top tier things, which is a testament to just how many freaking movies Holly has uh, gotten <laughs> and patronized. She's keeping Disney afloat basically and i still i still buy my dvds good. and i still <laughs> and thank you and, and i am forever forever in debt to you because without you doing that we wouldn't have had such a great time and wouldn't have such a great uh Story. experience <laughs> so yeah so first of all shout out to um lisa just, yeah shout out to our amazing uh tour guide lisa uh, she was awesome. We're now friends on Facebook. I hope she's listening. You're so great. Anyone she's amazing. Who, anyone yeah. who takes this tour um, and has you as their tour guide is in for an amazing treat. Um, we learned a lot, and um, we just got to nerd out. And, you know, we were on, the, what, like it was like three and a half, four hours three that we were hours, hanging out? Yeah. yeah, it was if great. I, if I get another tour, I'm definitely going to see if I can recommend her as my tour, tour guide again. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So what sort of stuff did your tour cover? Because I know we didn't really talk a whole lot about the actual tour itself. Well, well, you walk, you walk mm -hmm. around the back lot, and you get to see a lot of the different facilities. Um, so... You do a lot of history. Yeah, and, it's it, just... and I will say this about Lisa too, because I can imagine going into some of these tours. Clearly, you're under the assumption that the people you are guiding are Disney nerds, to put it lightly. <laughs> sure. But I would say we, me, <laughs> are at a different level. I mean, like, I mean, I am. That is my bread and butter is Disney history. And so, like, she was saying things, and I was like, yeah, I know that. And, like, just like, <laughs> Well, I think, I don't think you were that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, but, no, But I think that she did a good job in, in understanding what our level of knowledge was, and therefore she wasn't, um, she was, like, well, She kind wasn't, of, like, patronizing us, but she was like, oh, you guys know this, so, like, I'll tell you something that I wouldn't tell a normal tour group because they might not understand or do, it. Because we did a yeah. lot of reenactments. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. think that she's really good at um, catering towards all people's knowledge um, of the subject and, you know, the studios themselves. So, yeah, I mean, we just walked around, saw a lot of the different, um, you know, buildings, what they got the history about what they were once used for, what they're being used for now. Um, what movies and what anim what um, things were animated where. The coolest thing for me is we got to see the archives. That was the coolest thing? That was, yeah, <laughs> that was one of the coolest well, things. Well, uh, so, the, right, so they have live sound stages there, so they're currently filming. Blackish is yeah. being filmed there. I think that's well, up for an Emmy. Uh, um, Code Black. Code Black. Or yes. Code Red. Code, Code Black. Black. On CBS, a medical drama starring Rob Lowe. We did not see Rob Lowe, but um, <laughs> that's that was they were you know you saw people walking around, um, so that was right there on the sound. CBS, I guess, rents the space from them, hmm. um, and then so that's kind of like at the entrance of where we started. And this was in Burbank, Burbank. correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, you you then go back to I guess. I'll call the original part of what I knew of the studios and if you've probably seen in movies or uh, if you've seen Saving Mr. Banks, yeah. um, th they used those buildings yeah. and they were there since Waltz, you know, started it. Inception. Yeah. Um, the old animation building, which I've, I know, I think I've said it on this podcast before. If you haven't seen the movie Waking Sleeping Beauty, you should mm -hmm. see the movie Waking Sleeping Beauty because, like, every single thing when we were walking by, I was like, oh, this is just like from Waking Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And just all the facades of the offices and showing where they um, restore all the film from, like, the Disney vaults and, like, how it, like, has to be transported in the perfect conditions yeah. and the perfect temperatures and the, yeah, the forgot, forgot theater about that. No. where they first screen the force awakens disney executives oh, really? was in yeah. there and they yeah. still had the star wars uh you know 
marquee. Marquee up. The original ink and paint offices that are yeah. still in use in the same um, in the same place, which is awesome. I mean, not nearly in the same capacity because obviously animation is quite different now, sure. but they still do use those old ink and paint facilities, which is so awesome to, to see that. It's just such a nice slice of history for people who, like us who were really into Disney. It, so had, a, um, oh, sorry, no, it had a college campus <laughs> feel. Yeah, totally. I mean, just like like the quad, like the grass was green, like no, <laughs> no cars, cars, right? It's and you're just walking around, and you know it was just groups of creative people walking around together. I, it made me so jealous for the people who worked there because you're just thinking, certainly God, you live the life that you get to work yep. here because it was just like very creative. Oh, they're coming out of the cafeteria. It looked like a college campus. It felt like a college campus. But we are burying the lead here. Yeah, did um, you guys get any, any interesting yeah. Disney personalities? Yeah. Or? Um, so we went... Maybe. There was a really cool portion of the tour that we actually went into the animation building. And that's like the most famous building on the campus. Um, it's where everything... It's where the Nine Old Men sat. Um, it's uh, The Sherman Brothers had their office in there. Walt Disney's office mm -hmm. was in there. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I know, so I. So they had a lot of like original cells and a lot of uh, concept art in that hallway. So the tour consisted of kind of just going down the hallway and stopping at the cells and talking about like, you know, we stopped in front of a lot of Alice in Wonderland stuff and she talked about Mary Blair. Um, you know, we, we talked about the nine old men and what they're, where they sat, where they sat. I mean, they showed us the hallway where they sat. Oh, I just got goosebumps again. <laughs> well, isn't there, isn't there room where they sat now? Like the IT? No, that's, uh, it was like, it was the Disney voice. There, I was like staring in there. Yeah, like, just like, too. And there was like some guy, like some nobody walking around. Because this I'm is, like, this is a work, this is working yeah, area. Yeah, like there's people coming and now. going and. Yeah, and you're just these right next schmucks, to the like, just standing there, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we got down to the very end of the hallway, and we all had to use the restroom. So Holly and I were like, yeah, we might as well use the restroom. We're in the Disney well, animation building. I know. So <laughs> we um, used the restroom, and then we were kind of just loitering at the steps, and our tour guide, Lisa, was looking up the steps, and she was telling us how Walt's office so at the top of these steps, and it's been um, it's been restored to its original state right before he died. And the lead archivist, Dave Smith, took thousands and thousands of pictures to make sure that it's perfect. Like the books are at the right length off the shelf. It's exactly <laughs> paper wow. clips, paper are, clips yeah. in the right that's order in the impressive. tray. I mean, just like everything exactly yeah, the it's same. And uh, we were staring up. But she this... said, "Unfortunately, I can't take you there." Yeah, she said, it's not I, part I, of the tour. "Yeah, it's not part of the tour. I can't take you up there." Um, and I was kind of standing off to the left, and Rob is just looking at me and banging me on the leg, and he goes, "That's Bob Iger. That's Bob Iger. That's Bob Iger." And I, I thought he was joking. I was like, "Okay, Rob." Like I, think, I was like, "Okay, Rob." We were joking about it on our way. On the way there, like, "Oh, we're there. gonna see Bobby. We're gonna see Bob Iger." Like, "Oh, our dear friend, the freaking dear friend Bob, dear friend Bob." Um, so he walks down the steps, looking just like a beautiful angel. god that beautiful he is. Angel. He is a beautiful <laughs> angel with a light around his head. Um, and our tour Hello, guide is jeans. our tour guide is so uh, friendly, and Lisa just goes, "Hi, Bob." And he goes, "Hey." She goes, "This are VIPs." Yep. And she said, "Oh, they're from Pennsylvania." He goes, "Where?" And we said, "York, Pennsylvania." He goes, "Oh, the Weightlifting Hall of Fame." Yeah, I'm familiar. And just like, just you know why he's the president of the company. I mean, CEO. like the CEO. Yeah. He just he has was busy, and he was. I can't believe, and it was so nice of him. He was very gracious, and he he stood there and he talked with us for a good five minutes, and he didn't have to do it. And um, he was wearing jeans. He, he told was me very, it was casual Friday. He, was casual. he said I wasn't even gonna come in. I had some work to do. I was just up in Walt's office, and we're like, oh well, well <laughs> we're look just at you. About it. And he's like, I'm wearing jeans, and we're like, it's all right, it's okay. <laughs> we're not judging. We're also wearing jeans. You're allowed. And um. Yeah, he was super nice and friendly and talked to us, and he complimented me on my shirt. I was wearing a sh my shirt from um, the D23 from Expo. D23 Expo that had um, the Walt's, face, Walt's on face on it. It had some other Disneyland stuff on it. He said, I really like your shirt. And I said, thank you. And Thanks, I believe Bob. you got a picture as we, well. We did get a picture with Bob. It's on our Instagram if you want to check it out. 
Um, and he was like posing for the picture with us and he was like, oh, I was on a yacht earlier this year and the photo showed up in the New York Post and that had to be the comedian and says, you know, well, Bob, we don't have any ties with the New York Post. And he, he chuckles and then like he's done taking the picture of us and he like kind of like stands off and he's like, yeah, I mean, like, I think I was on there with. Tom Hanks, and we're just, and I, and then I, being the comedian I am, said, oh, well, Bob, we're just like Tom Hanks, and he goes, ha and then he exits the building yeah. like the beautiful god that he is. But yeah, so the long, you I have mean, an aura about yeah, him. Yeah, he did. It, 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 you know you just why saw him, and position. you're just like, you are beautiful, you are healthy, <laughs> like, you know how they say, like, you're attracted to, like, healthy people, because, like, you can tell, like, they're gonna live long, like, that's what I felt, like, I was like, man, you're in better shape than I am, and like you're just like dressed to perfection, tailored white shirt. He was wearing a white mm -hmm. shirt, and it was beautiful. Button down shirt. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I don't think I, I geeked out nearly as hard as the three of you did. I, I found him to be very approachable and affable and, and a, a really sweet guy, so. I agree with all that, but it was still. But I exciting. wasn't like as. Like, I think that. That's your nature, though. I you're think just that like, it takes a lot. It takes. A really and I don't know I've never had an experience with a celebrity and I've had a few at this point in my life luckily that I've been completely like starstruck and I'm not saying that you guys were like oh I straight up told him I he shook all of our hands and he came to me first and my knees were not literally knocking <laughs> I, yeah, together and I, I said shaking. I said I'm yeah. shaking right now I am so starstruck I said I am a huge fan of yours and he said oh well thank you and he like he was just so like totally normal but like, i think that's kind of how you respond because i remember the one with you and andrew lincoln and you were like show some respect to yeah. andrew lincoln yeah i think uh <laughs> yeah i um i mean like i said i mean i i think that um like they're just normal people that happen <laughs> to be at this I mean, i'm not trying to like play it really cool but i think that if like you're starstruck and nervous then like they're naturally going to also be nervous so i just try and like oh he diffuse. no he yeah. wasn't no no bob Iger was totally well, he cool. was on his home turf you know yes he yeah. also is on his home turf but yeah i mean what a great interaction and just, just a, something that um, will never happen yeah we met again. the ceo and president Your of the disney company and so. rob's face was priceless mm -hmm. i've never seen my husband I know. smile so <laughs> much. He didn't even really... smile that much on our wedding day. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was got a new bay. Yeah. I mean, I was, blown, I was blown away when you said how old he was. He's 65. He's fantastic. So Unbelievable. And you can check out our Instagram picture, yeah. which I think is and no Facebook filter. Too, and Twitter. Yeah, there is no, no filter. filter. He looks great. Yeah. Um, perfect, unadulterated. Sorry, that was like the highlight of this trip, but there was another <laughs> thing that I want to talk about before the we... Archives. Yeah, well, no, yeah. not just the archives. The archives was fantastic. Um, and Catherine, you can talk a little bit about the archives, but I wanted to talk about... Um, they have this awesome rotunda outside of the um, animation studio. The uh, what's the name of the building with the Team seven Disney? Team Disney. The Team Disney rotunda. building. I'm the sorry. The rotunda's yeah. inside. No, I'm talking about the rotunda outside the where all the legends. Not, it's, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Rotunda. That right, right, right. No. That is a courtyard. There's a courtyard um, with an awesome statue, and it has. All of these, I know this sounds really uh, uh, macabre, Legends. but it, it's almost like a um, like a mausoleum the way that they have the um, like the plaques it's the on the wall. Disney legend plaques. Yeah. yeah, it's the Disney legend plaques. Some but of them are on... still alive. Johnny Depp's on there. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I not know, saying. I, I I'm know not what you're saying. saying that I, it's because you're saying the style, not the style of it. It's like pillars okay. with plaques on them that has all the people who have been inducted to this point as a Disney legend, and, and it's awesome. Yeah. And their handprints hand for those of them who were not inducted posthumously. For those who were inducted posthumously, there's a there's a picture of the award where the handprints. It's the would Disney be. Legend Award, and it's like the it's like a wave, like the Sorcerer Mickey, like burst cool. of water, and then mm. there's a wand, right? And then mm -hmm. the star. I want to say it's, yeah. it's a very. But I had cool, a I had a ball just walking through that and courtyard looking and looking at all the Disney Legends, and they're arranged such that. Um, people who, you know, are complimentary are by each other. So obviously you have Howard Ashman and Robert Mencken 
uh, Alan Menken, Robert Menken, what am I talking about? Howard Ashman and Alan Menken right next to each other, obviously frequent collaborators, both Disney legends and... The Sherman Brothers and next The Sherman Brothers How much of a legend do you have to be to make it Pretty to the legendary. Pretty legendary. So like, Selena Gomez is not no. on a Disney mm. legend. No, no I'd say, I'd I'm say just asking, like, no. Johnny Depp is like probably the lowest okay. rung. That yeah, that's probably be. the weirdest one. Yeah, like George Lucas is the legend. Well, I mean, hearing and... yeah, hearing Johnny Depp, I was like, well, what does everybody get in? No, yeah. and he was the Steve he, Martin was on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you've got your nine old men. You've got people who were, um, you know, really Imagineers. legendary Imagineers, designers, songwriters, uh, actors, actresses like Kurt Russell. Um, you know, mm, like yeah, some of the old like. I'm sure what's her face from Pollyanna's and there. Haley Mills is probably yes, a legend. Yes, she is. I think Haley Mills is a legend. You've got people who have a long, long-standing prestige in the history of the Disney company okay. in some capacity. So yeah, I mean it's it's, I think fairly prestigious. There are some so like Julie Andrews. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Dick, oh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Van Dyke. That's next to each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, Julie they, Andrews they and Dick Van Dyke on the same wall. The Golden okay. Girls are up there. Yeah, all four Golden all Girls. All four Golden Girls on one wall. Robin Williams. Yes. yes. Robin Williams was, was yeah. Was, we don't have to go over everybody who yeah, was on the wall. Those, I'm just kind of yeah. I was yeah, just but those are I mean just like the points like I know uh, Billy Crystal is for his work <clears> on like Monsters Inc. Um, I, Billy Crystal and John Goodman were sure. inducted on the same year. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. And then Catherine, you want to talk a little bit about the archives? Yeah. It, Another awesome. Yeah, um, really, just so cool. The art Disney archives is my dream job. Um, and we went into the Frank Wells building and we got to go into the archives and it was so cool. They have every like Disney lit book you could ever think of on the wall. Um, and Rob was like kind of just like looking around and there were these like old binders that mm -hmm. were just there. They were not books. They were binders of like, you know, those little like plastic sheets. And it was, was it like, was titled it was titled Walt at Disneyland. 1965 uh, yeah, to something and and, and yeah. she was like oh you interested in that? but just pull it out just look at it so you know like we were allowed to take stuff out and it was like a library with the big tables and you could just kind of peruse whatever you wanted um we saw becky klein was there in her office i'm a big big fangirl of becky klein um we also um got to meet a little guy by the name of Oscar. Um, so we got to hold a genuine Oscar and we all got to take our pictures with it and it was really heavy. It's mm. as heavy as they say it is. Much um, heavier it was than from, I imagine. It was, was for the 1958 documentary White Wilderness and I hadn't heard of it, but um, it's kind of a notorious um, movie um, because the documentary has a uh, scene uh, about lemmings and um, Scott for, for what do you know about lemmings lemmings follow each other off the cliff yeah and apparently um, this movie this documentary basically is known for its propagation of the misconception of the fact that lemmings commit suicide by jumping each other off the cliff and and you can snow jumping off cliffs to commit suicide and this was found out later, and I snopes this. Mm -hmm. Can I use snope as a verb? Sure. Yep. I just did. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that a, that a lot of that was staged by the documentary so filmmakers. So wait a minute, were they murdering the lemmings? <laughs> In a matter in. of speaking, yes. That's I mean, terrible. But I don't know if they were... We held that Oscar. It might have yeah. been, yeah. <laughs> been a bit of movie magic where it looked like they were, you know, Well, that's off magical, all those lemmings dying. But um, regardless of the legitimacy of some of the scenes within, they did win the document, the best documentary feature in, 19, in 1958 or 59, and we got to hold that Oscar. That's and cool. A real genuine Oscar, and it was awesome. And as a huge film nerd and has a huge Disney nerd, it was uh, filled a bucket list item that I didn't even know I had. I don't remember seeing a picture of that. Did you guys not take pictures? Yeah, I took them on my real camera. Okay, I'll, yeah. Yeah. So I have, I'll have to see I have those eventually. Yeah. yeah, it was really fun. Awesome. Um, and then to complete our day in the Burbank, Glendale area, we had lunch at Walt's restaurant, the Tam O'Shanter. I'm saying Walt's restaurant, but a, if you a, Google the, the Tam O'Shanter, you'll see the rich Disney history. A restaurant that he frequented often yes, with him right, and his imagination. It's right near the, the studios. And then uh, lastly, we went to pay our respects to the great Mr. Walt Disney, and we went to his grave site, which was very cool. Mm -hmm. I thought that was yeah. very nice. It was very yeah. pristine, very... Uh, Maybe not pristine, serene, I think is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, just up on a hill. 
Jimmy Stewart's there too. There's a lot of uh, Clark Gable's there. Um, Not really around Walt Disney. I mean, it's a huge. We had to do quite a bit of um, investigation yeah, to find it. If you're interested in going to visit uh, Walt Disney's grave, I recommend spending some time on the internet and finding out exactly. Or reach where out to us because now yeah. we know <laughs> exactly. True. You guys yeah. know where, to, where to look. If you right? guys yeah. are in the area and you really want to search it out and you want to know exactly where it is, we can you, you should know, hit us up. That. You yeah. can uh, hit us up, uh, email us, and we can let you know. And evidently the employees that work there are not allowed to answer any questions or they don't answer any questions about, about locations of graves. Like that's where Michael Jackson is um, and or Liz Taylor. Um, yeah. so a lot of famous people. A lot of so. famous people are buried there. So. Maybe they've kind of adopted that policy just as a, we don't, can't do that for everybody right. sort I'm of thing. I'm sure. But yeah, so. It's Got to go and pay our respects and I thought it was really nice. Yeah, awesome. it was very, it was very, very quiet. Um, so that was our day in LA in Burbank. And then do you guys want to talk about your run? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. While we were out there, it was the Disneyland Half Marathon for 2016. Um, so they do several events. There's a kids run, there's a 5K, a 10K, and a half marathon as part of the weekend. So Holly and I did the 10K and half marathon, which is called the Dumble Dub. I screwed up again. <laughs> the Dumbledore Double. <laughs> yes. Dumbo. The Dumbledore 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 Double Dare. Um, and You're Scott a runner did, now, Harry. Scott did the um, the half marathon, yep. um, and then the three of us had participated in Walt Disney World marathon events mm -hmm. back in January. So the three of us were able to receive our coast to coast medal. So if you run a half marathon on each coast in the same calendar year, you're entitled to a coast to coast medal, which is really cool. It's yeah. Um, it's basically the silhouette of the partner the, statue, the partner statue um, which I was super thrilled to get. It's, I think yeah. I was as excited about that yeah. as any of them. I actually, when they put the medal on me, I, I kind of like shed a tear. Aww. Just because, like, I don't know, it was yeah, a absolutely. lot of hard work, a lot of training. I mean, even for me, like we did, Rob and I did the Dopey Challenge back in January. It's like all four races in four days. So it's like a 5K, 10K, half. And full and prior to training to that I fell and I sprained my ankle here I didn't know I basically did all four races on a torn ligament so I had to after we got back in January I had to like do like physical therapy for like two three months yeah we weren't even sure if we were doing this race. I wasn't even sure if I was gonna be able but then my physical therapist said I was okay to do it and training was really hard for me this summer like I just feel since my injury it's running very different so for me it was emotional for me just because sure. I put a lot of hard work but, um, into it. But I guess from a participant standpoint, the differences on the coast. Um, I really enjoyed these races from the the amount of time. I think you might say the yeah. same thing, Sky. I know Holly and I are kind of on the same page as far as park time and the amount of what you got to see in the Behind parks. Behind the scenes and, stuff. No, but even I a mean, lot of that, I think for the too. for the. The 10K, which is 6.2 miles, mm -hmm. more than half was was within the parks between Disneyland and California Adventure, which was awesome. Which compared to um, the 10K at Disney World, you ran through World Showcase, a little of uh, Tomorrow Future World. <laughs> wow. That's a long run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that was it. But this was a lot better, a lot less crowded. I felt. Um, you didn't have a lot of rude people, which I felt. Now, I had a far different experience. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead. <laughs> for whatever reason, my time submission was not accepted for corral placement, and I got well, stuck did back. Did you put your time in from when you placed it for Yeah, I, I put it in for the marathon. I got put back in corral J, which, you know, super respect to the people back there. Cheers it's not like there you. were anything <laughs> wrong with the, the people there. Yeah. But that's just where everybody who doesn't have a time submission goes, sure. and it was mm -hmm. so crowded. Um, my first three miles were elbow bumping, getting my ankles stepped on, just a mess. The first three miles of that race are great. They go through the parks, you know, th I'm talking specifically about the half marathon sure. now. I was a little disappointed with the middle 
I don't know, seven or eight miles. Uh, right, I didn't. They should have reversed it. Yes, I agree. They should have had us do, like, the road stuff first and go through Angel Stadium and then end us up going through the parks. Right. So, so well, I like, think that the reason that they do that is because then, then, logistics. then the park opens yeah. earlier. Right. right. But, like, with the, with the marathon, you finish coming around World Show, Showcase and passing Spaceship Earth, and you finish in the parking lot outside Epcot, which is... I would say that's an inspiring way to finish it that. It certainly race. was. Right. Whereas, you know, no disrespect to the the Disneyland half marathon, but you finish coming through the back lot and in the parking lot. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the only downside for the Disneyland half marathon. I presume it's because they want to open the parks timely. They don't want to have it interfere with their regular operating hours. But it does. It's different. It's not as great of a finish as the marathon was. Agreed. Yeah, you're running through some interesting parts of, of yeah Anaheim. i did not realize quite <laughs> yeah. how um different it gets <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to put any labels on it but right it's certainly it's certainly not staying in all the parks or on disney property Correct. like you are with the marathon you right. you really do have some it's not magic it's not all magic. it's not all magic <laughs> the positive to it though is you don't have to get up as early that that's true yeah. Because Disney there. World, we had to be up at like, what, 2, 3, 3 o'clock in the morning? I don't, don't look at me. I <laughs> like sleep, but I felt like out at Disneyland, we got to sleep like an extra hour. Yeah. You do get to walk, to run through Angel's Stadium, which yep. was nice. I mean, that was fun. They call yeah. out your names. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All in all, it was a great experience. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was good. I mean, I, I still pre I prefer the Disney World Marathon, but that's my personal preference, so... Yeah, there it is. A lot of cool characters. Love. Yeah, they did do a yeah. good job of putting people on the route. Yeah, certainly around Disney World, the part of the route right. around there. I got a lot of cool character photos. Yeah. Well, selfies. I didn't wait in the lines. Sure. And props to the people from the community who were out on the the race course. Yeah. I mean, there were volunteers, you know, dancers and bands and and folks like that who were out on the part of the course that was not Disneyland property. Saw a lot of cool costumes and Disney bounding um, of the people participating in the yep. races, and that that's always um, abundant at you know all the Disney run races. But I saw some pretty good ones. I did not do that this time, but no. I think you did, you did a Dumbo. Um, yeah. Inspired. Disney bounding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disney bound. I yeah. did Dumbo. I got a, a fly on shirt from raw threads and then on running couture uh i got a dumbo inspired skirt and then magic made co the one etsy shop that Catherine has recommended she made me um custom made dumbo ears which came out really nice Katie yeah. is awesome yeah so shout really out to Katie nice at magic yeah. made co. i'm sure you've got those on on the instagram somewhere yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah find find katie she's magic made co on instagram i believe right mm-hmm uh, they were completely comfortable, I have to say. Like, I didn't realize. I mean, I yeah. did 13 miles on them, 13.1 <laughs> to be exact. There was like a point where I actually had to like touch my head to make sure they were still <laughs> on my head because it was like it was getting a little windy, but I was like, okay, my ears are still there. But you just can't, you don't even know like they're on. And like, my biggest gripe with the Disney Park ears. They're so tight. They're very tight right yeah. behind your ears. And at some yeah. point, they got to come off because then I start getting a headache. Did you wear a pair of ears? On this trip, or were they? You didn't have any out there. She had a pair of ears. I had two pairs of ears. Well, I mean, your ears, but I mean a pair that were made by yes, mm -hmm. two of them, in fact. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I brought the rose gold ones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, because you also have a pair from Magic the Mako. They're Epcot. Yeah. Right. Those are the ones that I remember. Yeah, those are the ones I'm saving for food and well, wine. Well, sure. Yeah. I actually Why saw not? she just made um, food and wine ears. That yeah. I'm thinking cool. about buying. Yeah. <laughs> they look. They look really cool. Yeah. Okay, so well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah. yeah better. Better you than I. It's not, it's not really my cup it's of tea. Your, it's not your bag. That's but okay. I'm happy right. that you guys are here to represent the running, the, the Disney run community. Sure. Run Disney. Yeah. Run Disney. <laughs> Disney run, run Disney. Whatever. It's all the same, right? Yeah, nothing matters. <laughs> I have, for those people who definitely are runners and haven't done run Disney, I definitely recommend it. It's, yeah. it's just magical. Yeah. I mean, it's just a wonderful experience. Um, if you need running inspiration costumes, check out Pinterest because I started to run <laughs> Disney board. Um, yeah, I think if you put it up there against other run events, it certainly it's tops the, only the list. Run I would ever do. Oh, it's yeah. The only I run mean, I've ever done. 
in terms of execution and entertainment logistics. value, logistics, they are yeah. cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, putting aside the fact that you guys don't, aren't really super interested as runners, as a runner, it's, it's still the epitome of, of races. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that pretty much finishes our two-episode spread of our most <laughs> recent trip um, to the West Coast, um, our Disney trip, um, unless anyone has any last-call items that they want to get in. Anyone. I say overall, this trip was pretty epic. I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't often like to use that uh, um, word, but I, I think that that's friends, a fair. Uh, Bob Iger, <laughs> run Disney. Best new best friend, Bob Iger. Yeah. And Lisa, Lisa who, Lisa, Lisa, who I think Lisa. is now an actual fr a friend. Right. I had <laughs> more than Bob. Josh out there yeah. and his crew. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. cousin time with my cousin Alex and. Oh yeah! Ray. Shout oh, out yeah. to um we, yeah. we met oh, yeah. um we met um. Alex Holly's cousin Alex and her boyfriend Ray, and they're awesome. They were great. We had a good we had a really good time. Friends of the show. Yeah, yeah. So shout yeah, out we, Alex. We thoroughly Ray. enjoyed their company. Yeah, we so hung out can, with them. Yeah. I guess we you don't have to tell them because we're telling them via podcast. But <laughs> they will definitely sure be listening. They're they're very anxious to hear our review on Disneyland, so I'm sure they're going to be listening to both of these. So shout out to my cousin. Yeah. And Ray Ray. Yeah. So. Anything else, guys? Happy anniversary, my husband. Aww. Yeah, we are. It's only four days away from celebrating four years. By the time Seems you, like by yesterday. the time you guys listen to this podcast, since we're pre-recording it, Catherine and I, it'll will be a, it'll be a already have been married four years. So okay, yeah, happy anniversary to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Fall <laughs> weddings are like awesome anniversaries. Fall Just weddings are like awesome. <laughs> Even though we got married in August, I still consider it fall. Yeah, that's enough. fair. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Of Happy you. anniversary, guys. Yeah, happy Thanks. Early and anniversary. to you guys, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. this was back in August. But... <laughs> you sound so excited. Wow, way to crap all wow. over my happiness. Wow. Yeah, cool. you. Yeah, cool, wow. Scott. You missed it. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> That's uh, old happy Rob. And on that note... <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. As always, um, you can find us on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, please hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash wdwhappyhour. We're on Instagram, Pinterest, um, Twitter. And as always, if you like us, I know I said this on the last episode, please um, rate and review us on iTunes. It's extremely helpful to us. Um, the higher, you know, the, the better we are rated, the better visibility we get, the more exposure we get, and it enables us to keep making a quality product. And we're so glad that people are enjoying it to this point. So thank you guys, our current listeners. And if you like it, tell a friend. Um, you know, this is for everyone. We're building a community, so. Give us some suggestions. We oh, love Hana. those. Yeah. Oh, Hana, yeah, oh, absolutely. Hana. So, Hana means podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. Yep, you got it. Nailed exactly. it. <laughs> All right, guys, so. Cheers. 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 Uh, <laughs> you broke it. <laughs> Look what you did. Look what you did, you old jerk.